0: Welcome to the podcast where we get into the real and raw of pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. My name is Hannah Gill. I'm a VIA-back mom, doula, and birth educator, and I help women discover their options and harness their inner power to have the experiences they desire. I'm here to support you through the ebbs and flows of these transformative years so we can have open and honest conversations about the hard, the messy, and the beautiful parts of motherhood. This is the Ebb and Flow Birth Show. Welcome back to the ebb and flow birth show. I am your host, Hannah Gill. And today we are having another Q and a episode. So let's just get right into the questions. Question number one, how do you know you're done having kids? Do you ignore the financial aspect because money comes and goes? Wow. Okay. So this is a question my husband and I talk about all the time, actually. I don't think you can simply ignore the financial aspect because it is something that needs to be a part of the discussion. But I think the question is, can you really not afford to have another child or do you just not want to make the lifestyle changes necessary to afford another child? And you may not want to make lifestyle changes and that's completely fine. Or you may truly not be able to afford have another child without putting your family into a really bad financial situation. Both situations happen and they are valid. And I think finances are a question to look at. So look at the numbers and what the situation actually is before making a decision if you're basing it off of finances. If finances and lifestyle aren't a concern, I'm really not sure how you decide to be done maybe when you feel that sense of being complete. I think as a mother, I will always have periods of baby fever and wanting more kids. I think that's a normal feeling, especially as your current children start to get older. But I also think that you will probably feel a sense of calm or peace surrounding the topic when you know you're done. I don't know for sure because I'm not in the situation where I feel like I'm done or not done or very back and forth on it. and what I've heard from people is you'll never regret more children that you have, but you could potentially regret not having another child. I don't know if that's for everyone. I would hope people don't regret children that they have. You never know. Everyone's situation's different, but, when I've asked this question to other people, I've heard them say, you're never going to regret a child that you do have. You figure out a way to make it work, but you could potentially regret not having another child if you thought you wanted one. But like I said, if if finances are truly a concern and it's not just, oh, we don't want to make the lifestyle changes to afford another child. If it's actually like, if we have another kid, we will be in a very, very bad financial situation, potentially not being able to afford to even live. That's completely different. So look at look to see if it's actually a financial hardship and a financial concern. And if it's not, then, then kind of just feel it out. Don't make a hasty decision either way and just keep having conversations um, and keep looking into yourself as well and see how you're feeling about it. Question number two, how do you deal with comments made about your kids in public? So this mom said that a woman made a negative comment about her child acting a certain way and said that she would have whipped the child. So my first mom instinct would be to go off on someone that talked badly about my kids or my family, but my more rational level-headed response is that Other people's thoughts and opinions about me or my family are none of my business. I am not responsible for other people's emotions, reactions, or feelings. And that is a them problem, not a me or my family problem. This woman probably had that reaction about your son because of her own personal issues and struggles with her children, her way of disciplining, or how she was treated as a child. It's likely that. There's some generational trauma or family issues there that she is projecting onto other people's situations. So honestly, I mean, obviously, like your first gut instinct is like, I'm gonna go off on this person for judging my family or talking bad about my family. But if you want to think it like a deep root cause, like that's a them problem, not a you problem, not a your your child problem. Uh, focus on your kids and focus on your family and do your best to ignore what other people say because like I said it's none of your business. What people, um, think or feel or react. Um, that's all about them. Question number three, how do you stop comparing the recovery process between pregnancies, uh, two of your own pregnancies or compare your pregnancy to someone else? And then when do you feel back to normal physically and mentally? Okay. So, comparing your pregnancy, one of your pregnancies to another. So remember that your body drastically changes with each pregnancy. So at the beginning of your first pregnancy, your body and your mind and everything is completely different than it was at the beginning of your second pregnancy and vice versa. So it's very difficult, even if, so even if your births were very similar, so say you had two vaginal births with an epidural and everything was fine. There's still two completely separate births, two different babies, your body is in a different state each time, even if everything seemed very similar. And you're, especially with multiple kids, like you're taking care of not only yourself and a newborn. Now you're taking care of yourself, and newborn and other children. So your recoveries are probably going to be a little bit different when you have other kids at home but just give yourself grace and know that it's normal and know that everyone else is going through a similar process as you, even if it may seem like maybe they're recovering faster, or it may seem like they're quote unquote bouncing back, um, which that's a whole other thing. I can't stand that. (laughs) Um, It's just surface level. You don't know what's going on, like behind closed doors with everyone else either. So, I know it's hard not to play the comparison game, but just know that every single person is going to be different and every person's individual pregnancies are going to be different. So as hard as it is not to compare, just focus on your own journeys and how you're doing at this very moment and not how you did your last pregnancy or your last two pregnancies or how your sister is doing with her postpartum. (laughs) Um, I know it's hard. I know it's so, so hard. And I still do it. I mean, we all, we all do it. We're all like, oh well, gosh, this first time around, I did so much better. Or this second time around, I'm just really struggling. Or we look at other people and think, oh, gosh, they're doing so much better than I am. So we all do it. But just know that every individual pregnancy is so, so different. And every baby is different. And your body is different every single time. So give yourself grace and just take it one day at a time and know that you will, feel back to normal physically and mentally when your body is ready to feel that way uh based on your situation so everyone is different on when they feel back to normal some people feel back to normal a week after they give birth some people don't feel back to normal for a year so after my c section it took me a good year to just feel like myself and like I could like work out again and like lift things again and i just was not doing well after my second birth which was a v back I felt good probably about like eight or so weeks. I didn't feel back to normal, but I felt good. I would say I felt back to normal. Well, I can't really even say I feel back to normal because uh, my second pregnancy, I, I have an umbilical hernia, so um, I'm not really back to normal. I have to get surgery on that. So like I said, it's so different every time, but overall I feel back to normal except for my hernia. So it's going to be so different every single time. Give yourself grace you're doing wonderful. All right. That's all of our questions. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Q and a episode. I really love, love, love these episodes. Like I say every time, but uh, reach out to me via email, Instagram, Facebook, or go to ebbandflowbirthco.com forward slash question. If you would like to submit a question to be answered on the podcast, um, let me know if you have any questions. Thanks again for listening. And until next week, keep flowing. You just finished another episode of the Ebb and Flow Birth Show. For more, head over to ebbandflowbirthco.com or on Instagram at ebbandflowbirthco. As a reminder, this podcast is provided to you for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not a substitute for medical advice. Until next time, bye friends.